0: The core failure that most advisors make is they focus the first couple of conversations on the advisor, the advisor's team, their process, their silver bullet, their secret sauce. And where they really need to be spending time is learning how to be a great interviewer. So one of the shifts, one of the dynamics I want you to think about, to be excellent at this game, it's not about being a great presenter. It's not about being a great salesperson. Hi, this is Coach Joe Lucas and welcome to the Magellan Network Show. My goal inside of this communication, this show, is to share with you my nearly 30 years of coaching some of the most successful financial advisors in North America. We're gonna be talking about strategies, syntaxes, we're gonna bring guests on from time to time, and I'm gonna share with you what's working now. So think of this show as sort of like a little one-on-one kind of mini coaching cast if you like, where we're gonna be going in depth from time to time on strategies to help you grow your business, get more effective, become more efficient, find balance in your time management, grow your business, and quite frankly, whatever else is going on in the world today. So before we get to today's episode, I'd love for you to do a couple things for me. Number one, make sure that if you're watching this on YouTube, that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're doing the audio, make sure that you give us a review on whether it's Spotify or Apple, you know, we'd really appreciate that. And quite frankly, that does help. It does matter when you rate things and like things and subscribe to things, it helps us get the word out to more of the industry and lastly i have a very special gift for you go to MagellanNetwork.net. so one word MagellanNetwork.net, and i have for you a complimentary membership 100 percent gratis where you can tap into about between 50 and 75 hours of master classes forms tools templates and strategies so Please go ahead and uh, make sure you go ahead and get that claim. Smash the like button and subscribe. And uh, please go ahead and leave us a review on whatever podcasting platform you're on. And now, let's get to this week's episode. Hi, it's your coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to this actually very, very special episode of the Jellin Network Show. Today, we're going to kick off a three part series. This is a brand new training, which I will be deploying later on in the month of June, 2023, both live in Orlando, Florida, and virtual through our live stream. So what is Get The Yes? Like, what is this about? And you can see, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see that it says 2.0. So basically back in 2018, I put a program together, shockingly called Get The Yes, right? And basically what it is, it was a, a process, a program where you can take a prospect and convert them over to a client. So we call it a prospect to client conversion process. So very high level influence skills, very high level persuasion skills, basically very high level sales skills. And I've been teaching influence training and persuasion training for advisors for literally 20 years. And from meeting mastery to the art of people, to the predecessor programs. So now that we're kind of in a good place, you know, in terms of uh, pandemics and things like that, I thought it was time to uh, update the program since we've had it out there in the field, quite frankly, for over four years. And in a way that I did not expect, which was basically, you know, I'd built this program, the predecessor one, 1.0. It was based on, you know, getting in the office, seeing people, doing stuff like that. And obviously, our world has morphed a lot to where, you know, we can do this virtually. So what I want to do in this episode is explain why this is important. Uh, Next episode, next week, I'm going to kind of break down some of the more uh, elements. again, this is a 18 hour program. So we're not going to do that in three, you know, 20 minute segments or so. But I, I want to give you enough of an understanding of why this is important. And quite frankly, all cards on the table, to compel you, to influence you to be part of the training, to be part of this program that we're gonna be doing later on this month. So let's uh, jump into a little bit here, right? So here's the here's really the key elements, how to influence, persuade, and coach prospects. So one of the elements here, and this is what makes us different, is I'm gonna teach you how to coach. I'm gonna teach you how to persuade and influence and coach clients and prospects to take action on your recommendation where you're not gonna feel salesy or pushy or anything like that. And, and if you think about like what are the characteristics of a really pushy salesperson? They're always in presentation mode, right? They're always out there. They're always talking. They're always doing the F and Bs, right? Features and benefits. And we're gonna do the exact opposite. We're gonna be very elegant. We're going to ask great questions. We're going to understand how to pre-frame, reframe, and deframe clients and prospects. And so, in essence, we're going to be a guide in their decision-making process that is going to be elegant, relatively effortless, and it's going to feel good to all parties, okay? So, what are some of the the elements? So, getting to the why. So, number one, there's a bias out there, and and I experience it all the time. You know, hey Joe. You know, I'm really good. Just if I just get in front of somebody, I'm good, and I don't need to worry about that. And so, so what do advisors do? They have this concept. Oh, I'm really good in front of people, so I just got to get in front of more people. So, what do a lot of them do? They go find these silver bullet, you know, the lead gen programs, the silver bullet programs. You know, we'll book you ten or fifteen appointments a month and things like that. And yet, they have a very low ratio of success. Why? Because What worked five or 10 years ago does not work today. Your buyer is different. Your decision maker, let's not even use the word buyer anymore. The person in front of you, your decision maker, comes to this process with lots of information, good or bad, right? It's called the internet. So it's not like it was years ago where, oh, I've got all the secret sauce behind me, I've got all this research, right? People are over-researched, right? So if you're going to sit there and the core failure that most advisors make is they focus the first couple of conversations on the advisor, the advisor's team, their process, their silver bullet, their secret sauce. And where they really need to be spending time is learning how to be a great interviewer. So one of the shifts, one of the dynamics I want you to think about to be excellent at this game it's not about being a great presenter. It's not about being a great salesperson. Can you be a great interviewer? Can you be empathetic? And can you emotionally hang in there when the person is being resistant to change and they're throwing all these roadblocks up? Can you mentally and emotionally hang in there with them and get them to the process. So that's why when we say, notice it says sales slash influence training. This is the difference. It's not about the pitch book. It's not about how well you present. It's all about how well you can relate. Okay. So as an industry, and I see this over and over again, now all these cool, right? We as an industry are logic based. We want to talk about facts, and I understand that. You know, we look as advisors, as planners, you deal with facts, you deal in logic, right? The problem is that over 90% of your decision makers are emotionally based, right? They're emotional. And so, if you're throwing, you know, and again, if you're—I don't care what planning software you use—you've got a—you've got a client or a prospect, and you're in your conference room or you're on Zoom, right? And you're showing them the pie charts and the graphs and and all this kind of fun stuff and some Monte Carlo, you know, scenarios and stuff like that. And you think your clients really engage with you? Well, I got—I got some news for you. They're not. At least 90% of them are not. So we've got to go from a logic, you know, we've got to take the logic. So here's the deal. We've got to be able to take the logic and then transpose that or reframe it into an emotional context so that it resonates with the person or the couple in front of us. You cannot solve and it, look, and so what's the what's the one thing that holds somebody back from saying yes to you? Fear, right? Fear. Fear of making the wrong decision, fear of the unknown, fear of change, right? Stuff like that. A another pie chart. Another bar graph is not gonna solve that for you. You have to speak to them differently. Next, planning, risk tolerance, behavioral. So, what's happening is that we're becoming over-reliant. Look, I love these tools. I'm a big fan of like asset map and some of the other behavioral finance tools, clients, eMoney, Money Guy Pro, RightCat, whatever, right? I'm all cool with that. Okay, really am. But advisors are starting to use that as a crutch. The worst thing you can do in a situation where you've got to influence somebody is to put a presentation up on the board and talk at them. It's not about that. Now, these are great tools, so I'm gonna give you like a good analogy, okay? these tools, and I'll equate this to like uh, race cars, right? So whether it's F1 or NASCAR or CART, whatever, you, you all know what racing is, okay? All these things are vehicles. Okay, they're tools, they're vehicles. That's what I want you to think about that one, okay? It's a vehicle, it's the car I'm gonna drive. Now, you the advisor, you're the driver. So I want you to think of this. What would happen to your business and your success if you had a great car and then you became the best driver possible, the very best? See, this training, we're gonna make you the best, the best driver of the car, right? So we're gonna show you and we're gonna train you how to take these tools and use them in a manner That's so powerful. It's going to be so compelling for the person or the couple in front of you that they're going to be compelled to want to take the action because they absolutely know it's in their best interest to do so. And I'm going to teach you how to be the guy to do that. Next, again, this I can say this for all advisors but let's talk more about younger advisors. Hi, Coach Joe Lucas here, and I'm just breaking here for a moment just to do a couple quick reminders. Number one, uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel or our podcast. In addition, please leave a a comment or a review. Those things really, really matter. And uh, share this episode with three of your colleagues inside the financial services space. And lastly, make sure that you go ahead and claim your free membership inside of Magellan Network. Now back to this week's episode. The ones that grew up thumbing, right? And and I know you guys are out there and I love you all and, and so this is not a knock, it's just a gap, okay? Younger advisors have not mastered the art of the conversation. Some of us, I'm in my late 50s, right? Closing quickly on 60. I remember when, you know, we had legal pads, right? Or back of a napkin, right? We didn't have sophisticated financial planning tools. We didn't have monitors on the walls in our conference rooms. We definitely didn't have Zoom. In fact, we didn't have it. We had to get on the phone and talk to people or mute them. So there's an art to a conversation. There's art to building rapport. There's an art to asking questions. There's an art to overcoming objections. And I use the word art specifically because it's not science-based. It's being in the moment. There's a beauty in it, right? To, to think about the power you would have that you know that no matter who you got in front of, that you truly could be, if not like, oh, my ego, oh man, just give me in front of somebody, I can do it. No, no, no. But you truly, truly knew, doesn't matter who showed up in your world, and if you wanted them as a client, that you can get them because you're just going to have a much different process, okay? So here's what else it needs to know. We are in the influence-coaching business. This is really important here. So this is a shift, right? I'm gonna give you a shift. We are in the influence-coaching business, and we need to know how to make that happen. So what does that mean? So being a financial advisor, right? Or a financial planner, right? Or a wealth manager, put any label you want. What business are you, What you know, what business are you really in? You're in the change business. You're in basically my business. You just deal with a different aspect of a person, right? Their money game, right? I deal with, you know, the business side of things, right? The other money game, right? In that regard. But make no mistake, you know, advisor world, advisor land is going to become, is going to becoming more of a coaching business. It's, you know, over the next five years than a financial planning business. Now, why do I say that? Artificial intelligence. You know, if you know, unless you're living under a rock, and we can, you know, we're not here to debate good, bad, you know, uh, Skynet or anything crazy like that. Let's be good business people and be astute. And let's just say that, hey, you know, is it is it possible over the next, you know, let's say four to twelve quarters, that somebody is going to roll out a financial planning tool that a person can give their credit card information to, and this kind of avatar kind of person shows up on our screen and uh, takes us through a fact finder, right? And can dispense basic advice. And can you then take that basic advice and create a model portfolio for an investor? Yes. So Mike, and some of you sitting there going, oh man, that's a great, that's great. You know why? We can be doing other things, but what are those other things? We can now become the training, to trainers and the coaches of our clients. We can really impact their lives at a deep level. We can literally add massive value because we're not going to be focused. And again, I'm not, this is not happening today. Be very clear on that. But it is going to happen. And I just want my the way I look at the world is I want to take advantage of that. I want to be in position to. I don't want to be on the bleeding, bleeding, bleeding edge of that sucker. But I don't want to be on the. I don't want to be playing catch up either right? So one of the identities you have to adapt is that you're an influencer, you're a persuader, and you're a coach, and you're a teacher, okay? You're not just an advisor. There's a lot more layers to you than meets the eye, okay? So in assuming this identity of influencer and coach, what does that look like, right? Well, it's going to look a little bit like me, right? It's going to be having different conversations. Now, with my personal clients, Right? Many of which I've had for decades. Um, I'm on their team. You know, I know what's go, I know what goes on in the world personally and professionally. I show up a certain way in those conversations. And that's the identity, right? Now, when I use the word influence, I want to be very clear what I mean by that. I'm not saying you're gonna go on Instagram or TikTok and be the next bit. That's not what we're talking about. Influencer is on a one-to-one basis or in your community of clients, right? That's where you influence, right? That's where you coach. And this is where this program, so when I told my clients and members of Magellan Network that, hey, in 2023, we have a three-year syllabus on trainings. Hey, 2023 is going to be a year of Get the Yes. So I took the 2018 program and I started working it through. What did we learn through pandemic, right? You know, what do we what do we have? And it was not intentional, but the program morphed. From this prospect to client conversion, which I talked about in like 1.0, it's really now become like a coaching syllabus of when you're sitting, and I want you to think of it, different. how about you're sitting with a client, a couple, and you need them to do something. Maybe they need to acquire a long-term care policy. Maybe they need to do some estate planning. Maybe they have a concentrated stock position, which you've been trying to get them out of for the last several quarters, right? And you're like literally beating your head against the wall because they're just resistant to change. More logic and information is not going to fix that. But I will give you a coaching model that will definitely fix that. That's the power we're talking about here, right? And, you know, I've been doing this for 30 years almost now. 29 and a half, so we want to get accurate. And all I do is deal with people all day long. And I deal with you guys. Think about that, right? Not just not just normal people, and I stay with a smile on my face, but you guys and gals, which can be interesting, right? So to make you super effective, Think about that, the power. And not just that, but where else could you deploy this technology, right? You know, these strategies. Think about it in your personal life, with your team, the people around you. I mean, it would be for some of you I know are coming already to Orlando and or doing it the live stream. I absolutely know this will be transformative for you. And that's what gets me so so damn excited. Okay. Now, how to influence somebody? We're not gonna again I'm gonna unpack this in the program, but I want you to understand this, the concept, okay? what is influence influence is a battle of congruency now what's congruency congruency is who's got a deeper set of belief about something right and when you have a deeper set about a belief about something it shows up in your voice your words your tonality your body language you're congruent your inner and outer match you have all your power right so I want you to think of it this way when you're in front of a human being I don't care client or prospect doesn't matter and you're trying to get them to influence, you're, you're looking to influence them to take an action, whatever that action is. They are trying to influence you on why they can't do it, why they don't want to do it, why they want to think about it. We'll get back to you. So in other words, there's this kind of, and I use the word battle specifically because it is a battle, it's a war, right? You're pushing them, and I say push, but don't get caught up in the term. You're pushing them to do something that's in their best interest, they'll push back, saying, and we'll do it. And whoever's more congruent Whoever shows up more congruent is going to win that battle because influence is about congruency. Influence is about congruency. So if you're looking at overcoming somebody's reluctance, and by the way, this is not about you know the hard sell, never. This is not about you know getting on them. It's about holding the line and reframe and reframe. I use the word reframing because I think eh, maybe we'll teach this in, w- in one of these uh, three segments. We talk a lot about reframing. And it's all really about that. You know, one of the most dynamic coaching skills, which I will teach in this program, is the power of reframes, the power of preframes, the power of D-frames, right? The power of questions. And I'm telling you guys right now, you're not gonna this this is I would know about, it. I'm not saying other people may, may dabble in this. Not like this. This is like a PhD in human beings, okay? I'm gonna leave you guys with this because I don't want to do the whole thing. So what are the three? And again, I'm not gonna spend a ton of time on it because it's part of the program. There's three elements of coaching slash influence. Number one, you, how you show up. So you just can't show up, hope things happen, right? So it's about your beliefs, your values and rules, your identity, yourself, your internal dialogue, right? So if, and I'll give you a great example of that. So you're gonna go into a meeting with a prospect and and here's how you're gonna do it. Well, I'm just gonna show up, see what happens. Hope I like them, right? Well, you're gonna have a certain outcome. You're gonna show up a way in that room or in that Zoom room, right? But what if your internal dialogue is like, hey, I'm here, I'm gonna build massive amounts to of report of this person. I'm gonna find out exactly what their issues are, what their concerns are, what their pain points are. And if I like them, and if I think I can help them, I will do whatever's necessary to get them over their hump of change, right? Well, that person is gonna be way more effective in dealing with that person, right? So number one is you. Number two is the other party or parties, right? So we're gonna talk about using DISC as a behavioral-based assessment in our model, right? I'm gonna talk about the different decision-making syntax that are out there, convincer strategies, if you will. So automatics, number of times, continual, right? Uh, internal, external, we'll, we'll break that all down for you guys. Uh, information chunks. This is still kind of blows me away that most advisors present information as they would like it presented to themselves. And there are three major information styles, right? There's detail, big picture, detail, blended. But yet most of you guys and gals operate in your style and I don't know, screw the other person, right? Figure it out. I'm gonna show you how to adapt your, whatever you're doing, adapting it to what really makes the most sense. And then we're talking about the visual style, the auditory style and kinesthetic style on communication. And then what I'm gonna teach you guys is how to build massive amounts of rapport, which will lead to trust, and then how we're going to use questions, which is going to be our real power tool, right? And then where are they on the scale of change, right? So well, we got to get them to, I know it doesn't say on the slide there, but where are they on the scale of change, right? So where are they, you know, we got to get them to a 10 to take action. So if they're at a six, that's not going to get it done for us, right? That's an eight, that's not good enough. So we're going to talk a lot about that. So I just want to give you guys a little little update on this. And I know it sounds a little pitchy, but you know what? I'm so damn excited. I really want you all there. And uh, we'll make sure that we include a link in the show notes here. So you can take advantage of either live if you want to come to uh, Orlando or uh, come virtual and check us out there. But bottom line is this, you know, between today and over the next two weeks, I'm going to at least my commitment to you guys, even if you don't show up, is I'm going to give you a working knowledge on this, okay, on these skills and on this technology. Okay? So again, thank you for watching, listening to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. I will see you next Friday for part number two where we peel the onion back a little bit more, okay? So have a great weekend, everybody. And again, I encourage you to check out our program and come join us. Thanks. Thank you for watching or listening to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Hey, if any of this resonated with you, I invite you to come to MagellanNetwork.net and we have a powerful group coaching community of like-minded advisors. Come in for a trial. You and I will have a one-on-one conversation. Let's see if I can help elevate your game both personally and professionally.